Hello and welcome to the Top Story, a podcast with headlines of the day from our correspondents around the world. I'm Tian Yu. Coming up in this edition, Israel says its campaign against Hamas will continue with full force as its ground offensive expands to southern Gaza. Chinese President Xi Jinping says Shanghai should deepen reform and open it up from a higher starting point during an inspection tour to the city. And a knife and hammer attack has killed one person and injured two others in central Paris. We start with the latest developments of the Palestine-Israel conflict. Israel says its campaign against Hamas will continue with full force as the ground offensive has expanded to southern Gaza. A Hamas spokesperson says its fighters clashed with Israeli troops about two kilometers from the southern city of Khan Yunis. Israeli tanks have cut off the road between Khan Yunis and Deir al-Bala in central Gaza, dividing the besieged strip into three. Gaza's media office says more than 700 Palestinians were killed in the region over the period of 24 hours. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg has called for an extension of the ceasefire. The expansion of Israel's ground operation has also sparked concerns over the severe humanitarian crisis in Gaza. Feng Yilei has more from Tel Aviv. The first thing is that the Israeli military has confirmed officially on Sunday that a major expansion of its ground offensive into the southern part of Gaza. And they say this move will follow just the same level of intensity in uh, the northern part where heavy fighting has been going on now. Uh, and the IDF spokesman Rear Adam Daniel Hagari announced the offensive's uh, extension to, as you said, all areas in his words. And uh, uh, evacuation orders to uh, the Gazan uh, civilians just suggest a intensified uh, operation in and around the, the second largest city in, in the Strip, uh, Khan Yunis. And also, an uh, IDF chief of staff, uh, Lieutenant General uh, Herzi Halavi, emphasized the significant impact of the operation to uh, underscore the em- elimination of key Hamas figures. And that will be not just within uh, the territory, but also overseas. Uh, and also, uh, an IDF spoke, uh, Arabic language spokesperson uh, issued a stark warning to Hamas, uh, the Shajaya, uh, uh, battalion uh, in a post on X with a picture of uh, the commanders of uh, the Shajaya battalion saying uh, this is a final notice you are all targets and you are uh, you have two options either surrender and lay down your weapons or face a fate similar to uh, one of uh, the commander who was just killed in an Israeli airstrike on Saturday and also at the same time border conflicts between uh, Israel and Syria and Lebanon has caused few injuries as reported on uh, in the Israeli army uh, and that is seen by some experts as a distract and retaliation to the Israeli uh, military operation in Gaza. And also, we noticed that tensions uh, have been rising in uh, the West Bank, uh, where Israeli forces are reported to have made more arrests following the confrontation of several areas across uh, the West Bank. That was Feng Yilei reporting. For more about the situation on the ground, here's Nuhara Zing reporting in front of the Al-Aqsa Hospital in central Gaza. Here in Gaza, you are talking about 2.3, more than 2.3 million people living in an area of 365 square kilometers. So it is actually impossible. It is impossible to evacuate all of these people to uh, half or less than half of that uh, area. So yes, as I said, it is impossible. But again, there is no safe areas in uh, the Gaza Strip. Um, I mean, uh, even the blocks that the Israeli army 
said that it is safe and there is no need of evacuations. Uh, they were attacked. Uh, I am inside the Shahada al-Aqsa Hospital. I am inside Deir al-Balah city, which is located in uh, middle uh, Gaza. And actually, we did not sleep. Uh, it was uh, terrorizing. We are traumatized of the of what we lived. Uh, through continuous Israeli bombings from uh, the land, sea, and uh, air, continuous Israeli uh, airstrikes, even though there is no evacuation order from uh, Deir al-Balah. Uh, a number of Palestinian homes were attacked. Uh, I am inside the hospital, and we're just in front of me, I can see dozens of bodies of Palestinians that were killed overnight in Deir al-Balah city. Most of them are actually women and uh, children. For Palestinians here on the ground, the uh, safe areas, uh, for them it, it does not mean that they are safe. It means that less Palestinians will be killed in those areas comparing to the uh, other targeted blocks. That was Noah Harazin reporting. Turning to China, Chinese President Xi Jinping says Shanghai should deepen reform and open it up from a higher starting point and enhance its development momentum and competitiveness. He made the remarks during an inspection tour in Shanghai. Wang Haiyang has more. As China's financial hub, Shanghai is a gateway to the world and an important center of trade and finance. During his inspection tour, Chinese President Xi Jinping urged Shanghai to focus on the construction of international centers of economy, finance, trade, shipping, and science and technological innovation. President Xi visited the Shanghai Futures Exchange. He urged the exchange to speed up efforts to achieve world-class status. And he called on the organization to play a broader role in the nation's futures regulatory system to establish an international financial center. The Shanghai Futures Exchange has attracted more than 2 million investors and enterprises from all over the world. In 2022, the annual turnover was more than 180 trillion yuan, around 25.2 trillion US dollars. While visiting an exhibition in Zhangjiang Science City in Pudong New Area, the president said Shanghai should take the lead in becoming a globally influential center for sci-tech innovation. Shanghai's expenditure on research and development is expected to account for around 4.5% of the city's GDP by 2025. It also aims to host more than 26,000 high-tech enterprises and about 560 foreign-founded research and development centers by 2025. President Xi also heard work reports from party and government officials. During their meeting, he underlined the need for Shanghai to improve the city's core competitiveness, make breakthroughs in core technologies in key fields, and boost the transformation of its traditional industries. He said more efforts should be made to promote high-level financial opening up to better serve the real economy, set tech innovation, and the joint development of the Belt and Road Initiative. President Xi also said Shanghai should implement a strategy of upgrading its pilot-free trade zone in full, promote the development of the International Trade Center, and enhance its capacity of global allocation of shipping resources. That was Wang Haiyang reporting. Meantime, the Chinese president has also visited the city of Yanchen in eastern Jiangsu province. He made a tour while he's on his way back to Beijing on Sunday. Wu Bing has more. President Xi Jinping visited the new 4th Army Memorial Hall in Yancheng on Sunday morning. He made the trip after finishing an inspection tour of Shanghai last week. 
The new Fourth Army Memorial Hall in Yancheng was established in 1986 to commemorate the history of the army led by the Communist Party of China to fight against Japanese invaders during the war of resistance against Japanese aggression. The Memorial Hall hosts over 10,000 objects in its collection and is the most comprehensive in China in terms of representing the new Fourth Army's history. President Xi stopped at many of the items and shared his thoughts. He said the history of the new Fourth Army shows how the hearts of the people determines the choices of history and that it stands as a vivid textbook to conduct education on revolutionary tradition and patriotism. He also stressed that the CPC party members and the cutters must inherit and carry forward the spirit of defying difficulties and dangers, be willing to struggle and dare to win, and rely closely on the people for the rejuvenation of the Chinese nation. The city of Yancheng is an old revolutionary base and is home to the former site of the new 4th Army's headquarters. The army was one of the two major forces led by the Communist Party of China during the War of Resistance against Japanese aggression and is one of the predecessors of today's People's Liberation Army. That was Wu Bing reporting. Finally, in Europe, one person is dead and two others are injured after a knife and hammer attack in a popular tourist area in central Paris. A 26-year-old man has been arrested. Authorities say they are investigating the incident as a terrorist attack. Siobhan McCall reports from Paris. The attack took place just a few meters from Paris's iconic Eiffel Tower on a busy Saturday night. Authorities say the suspect attacked a couple with a knife, fatally wounding a 23-year-old male German tourist. He then injured two others with a hammer before being tasered by police and arrested. The suspect had served four years in prison for planning another attack. He was released in 2020. He is also known to have psychiatric problems. Anti-terrorism prosecutors have opened an investigation. France's President Emmanuel Macron, who is in Qatar working towards a new Gaza truce, sent his condolences on the social media platform X. The country had already been on its highest counter-terrorism alert following the killing of a teacher at a high school in October. And this latest attack comes less than a year before the French capital hosts the Olympic Games a global sporting event that will come as a major security challenge with around 3 million tourists expected to visit. That was Siobhan McCall in Paris. Recapping today's headlines, Israel says its campaign against Hamas will continue with full force as its ground offensive expands to southern Gaza. Chinese President Xi Jinping says Shanghai should deepen reform and open it up from a higher starting point during an inspection tour to the city. And a knife and hammer attack has killed one person and injured two others in central Paris. And that's it for this edition of The Top Story, a podcast that brings you world headlines every weekday. For more news in politics, business, sports, and culture, you can subscribe to The Beijing Hour, a one-hour podcast news magazine program. We welcome and appreciate all ratings and reviews. I'm Tian Yu. Thank you for listening.